1: Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps, I am uber excited. I have an amazing, incredible guest. His name is Larry Long Jr., and he is with LLJR Enterprises, and this dude is going to rock your world because he is the chief energy officer man this guy brings it so larry man how are you doing
0: come on now brian thank you so much for uh hosting me I'm excited to be here to speak with you.
1: I am so happy to have you on, man. Now, you you are a, a you know, you're a servant. Uh, you're all over the place. You're a speaker, you're an MC, you're a trainer, and you, you're also an author. You do a lot of different things. And what we're gonna talk about today is how to rock your sales journey. So, Mr. Larry, you are like the MC Hammer of sales, right? Is the way I look at it. <laughs>
0: I love it. I love it. And Brian, when when we talk about sales, so many people have misconceptions. They they think about the used car salesman ready to do a deal. When I think about sales, I think that you're playing matchmaker. Mm-hmm. You're matching your product, your service, your thought, your idea with someone else's needs, their wants, their desires, their hopes, their dreams, their aspirations. And the only way you can get there is by asking questions and shutting the heck up and listening. So I'm super excited to talk about sales today.
1: That's awesome, dude. So I want my audience to get to know your journey as to where you got to where you're at. So how did you go from doing 150 cold calls a day to talk to people that deal with numbers? Accountants, man. I could not imagine doing cold calls to accountants because they're, they're, you know, some people are nice. I like my accountant, but. They're not super exciting, but now you're like this energy ball all over the place, speaking, doing golf outings, golf trainings, masterminds, all this other stuff. How did you go from doing a cold call situation to changing people's numbers in a
0: in a personal positive way? It's been quite the journey. It's been quite the adventure. And along the way, there's been a lot of misadventure, Brian, but I made it. And uh, I can tell you there's been a lot of lumps and bumps in this road. But uh, transitioning from corporate America, corporate software sales, to now supporting sales reps was just a natural progression. Uh, As a sales leader, I had a team that I supported, and I said, hey, it's great serving my team, but there are so many other reps and leaders out there that could benefit from my experiences, from my stories, from my perspective. And that's what I have the privilege of doing today. So those 150 calls getting hung up on over and over and over again. Ooh, I guess you could say I went to the school of hard knocks.
1: Mm -hmm. So do you work primarily with uh, like sales managers and their sales teams or corporate or who do you work with specifically?
0: Primarily software sales organizations. So, your sales forces of the world, your Hoot Suites, VMware, mm-hmm. those software as a service, those SaaS companies. But I also work with entrepreneurs, small business owners that are looking to accelerate their sales. Awesome. So,
1: let's start off with. You know, what do you see as the perceived problem? I mean, you know, somebody comes to you and says, hey, you know, my sales are down. We're not matching our numbers. You know, the typical stuff you hear all the time. You know, I want I want to motivate my people. You know, what's the perceived problem that most people come to you with?
0: My, my sales reps are not motivated. Larry, can you give them a jolt? Which is the name of my book. My reps aren't motivated. We're going through tough times right now. Uh, we're not maximizing our sales. And it's all because of our reps not being motivated. That's what the survey says. That's what they say. And I'll tell you, survey
1: says. (laughs) (laughs) So take that take that to the next realm. So, you know, they come to you saying these people aren't motivated. What have you found to be the real problem that these people are facing? Hey, hey, Brian, I got to let you in on a secret now.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't tell nobody else. No, no, no. This is between totally between you and me, man. That, that's perfect. No one else is going to hear it. Sales leadership sucks. And I know that's a hot take, mm-hmm. but that's what I'm seeing. Now, they're great people, but as leaders of people, they are not very good. Right. And I have to say that, yes, they suck with a capital S.
1: Mm hmm. So based on that, I mean this is one of the things that I've seen happen a lot of times with with sales leaders, right? The company decides that the guy who is selling the most, right? <laughs> he's the guy that's kicking ass and doing everything that he should be to to get it. They think that oh, this guy's got it. He understands what to do. So we're going to make him a leader and put him in charge of the, you know, the B and C players to try to turn them into A players. Is that right?
0: Bingo, you nailed it. And that doesn't work. I mean, there's countless examples throughout history. There's a reason why Larry Bird, Magic Johnson did not make great coaches. These are some of the best performers at their craft. However, as leaders, they struggled. Now, you look at some of the greatest coaches. I don't know about Bill Belichick. I don't know if he played quarterback, but he's an amazing leader of his team. Mm-hmm. So when, when I look at leadership, I think about care. I think about empathy. I think about trust. I think about knowledge. And a lot of times that top performer, they can do it themselves, but mm-hmm. they're not able to motivate, inspire, transform, and, and lead other individuals because they don't care. They're right. not empathetic they don't have the trust of their people so they're not leading anything and that's where the perception of my reps are not motivated comes from it starts at the top
1: mhm mhm and one of the things i've seen too is it's trickle down economics from a sales team right so the the you know cso comes down to the sales manager and says hey you're not meeting your numbers And they don't know what to do and they get frustrated and they kind of turn into, you know, they they either, you know, turn into a cocoon or they turn into an a-hole. And so one of my favorite shows is Ted Lasso, you know, the way he (laughs) motivates people. So how do you get people? Let's talk about the solution. How do you get somebody to go from an a-hole to a lasso, Ted Lasso?
0: Yeah, well, first of all, you've got to commit. You've got to be committed because if you're not committed to caring about your people, And showing them that you care. Everyone says, I care about my people. Well, when was the last time that you had a one-on-one where you got out of the spreadsheet, where you got out of the pipeline and you asked them, how was your weekend? Mm -hmm. How is your family doing? How are your little ones, Brenda and Kathy and Joey doing? Do you even know the names of their little ones? Do you even know what town they grew up in? Do you even know what goals they're trying to achieve? A lot of leaders, they can't answer those questions. Mm -hmm. And essentially, you got to show me that you know me. If you don't show me that you care, then I'm going to go to the default that you don't give a damn. And if you don't give a damn, I don't give a damn about you. I'm going to look out for me. So essentially, though, that's the solution right there is actually putting into action these things that we can all do. And I'll give you an example, Brian, because most leaders tell me, hey, Larry, I don't have enough time. Well, hey, I got something called the three minute challenge. And we'll call it the hashtag three minute challenge Mm -hmm. every day. Go into your Rolodex. Some of y'all are like, what the heck is a Rolodex? Is that the fancy watch? <laughs> nah, go to your contact list and find someone on your team or a colleague, a former colleague, a current client. And all I want you to do is do something to surprise and delight them. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brian, if you were my surprise and delight, I'm probably going to send you a picture of a, of golf clubs that have bacon all over them. <laughs> I'm going to say, hey, Brian, marvelous Monday. I'm thinking about you. Make it a wonderful week. I'm not asking you for anything. I'm not asking you, hey, how are those top three deals doing, Brian? I'm just letting you know that, hey, Brian, I see you. I hear you. I feel you. And I'm making you feel special. If I Mm -hmm. surprise and delight you and bring a smile to your face, you're going to know that I care about you. You'll be willing to run through a wall for me day in and day out. It's not happening.
1: Oh, man, there's so many golden nuggets in what you just said. And- I don't want to give away the secret sauce, right? But what you're basically talking about is modeling. In other words, if you can show your sales team empathy and caring, and respect, and trust, and those kind of things. You're teaching them how to do that with their own customers. Is that right?
0: You you nailed it. Come on now, Brian. Great minds (laughs) think alike, and that's it. It's kind of like kids. Kids. I got two of them. They get wise. They're like, hold up, daddy. You told me this but I'm watching you. I see how you drive. Mm -hmm. You tell me to be nice to people, but when you get behind (laughs) the wheel, so it's absolutely correct. You're showing your people how they should be acting with prospects and clients. That's true leadership when I think about it. And I've got an acronym for you, Brian. I'm not sure if I can share it now, but- I
1: love acronyms, man. That's what BACON is. BACON stands for Building Authentic Connections
0: Online Networking. So what's your acronym, man? I love it. It's called Epic. And the E is entrepreneurial spirit. We all get a paycheck from the the, the corporation, Mm -hmm. but it says you better run your business like an entrepreneur. The P, preparation, planning. And in the words of the great philosopher, Alan Iverson, yes, we're talking about practice. The I is that internal drive and desire. Are you hungry for that bacon? In the words of the great Les Brown, are you hungry? Do you have that grit? I think that's Angela Duckworth. And then the last one is C. And I can quadruple click on the C. Communication. And part of communication is listening. Confidence. In the words of Kevin Hart, say it with your chest. Commitment. Are you committed to serving someone else? And then the last C is care. It's the give a damn factor. Pardon my French. But when you give a damn, your actions are are just a lot different than when you're just going through the motions.
1: Mm -hmm. Dude, that's epic. Uh,
0: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So
1: with that being said, somebody needs to prepare to engage in this solution. What are the things that they need to do? What are the steps that they need to take in order
0: to become epic? Oh, goodness. First of all, it's a intentionality. And sometimes you got to slow down to speed up. So many times, especially in the chaos, organizations are just heads down. We got to go, 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 go. Well, sometimes you got to go slow so you can then go fast. So you got to document, you got to plan, you got to be committed, you got to be thoughtful and think about if we're trying to get to this end destination, what are the steps we can be taking right now, today, this week, this month, this quarter? four quarters out over the next year, over the next three years. It doesn't just happen overnight. So I'm a big fan of having intentionality, documenting, spelling it out, and then taking that game plan. And sometimes we overcomplicate it. And I'm not sponsored by Nike, but Brian, let's just do it. We got to execute. I've seen so many organizations that plan and then they plan and -hmm. then they plan some more. And my question, they got me scratching my head What are you going to actually do something? uh, My mom used to say, hey, little Larry, your actions speak so loud. I can't hear what you're saying. So to the organizations out there, stop saying it. Stop documenting and documenting and documenting. And let's start taking actions.
1: I can totally appreciate that. I worked for Arthur Anderson. Last corporate job I had, I worked in the Department of Redundancy Department where we used to plan what meetings we're going to plan in the future and what donuts we're going to eat at those meetings.
0: I know what you mean. I used to work for Accenture so I can feel your pain.
1: I know you can, man. So is there more steps?
0: Uh, That's it, Brian. That's it. I mean, I think they call it KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. I'm not calling anyone else stupid, but I will point that mirror right at myself. We'll just keep it simple.
1: So be intentional and stop planning and execute. Those are the two key things that people got to do. So, But they need to have some kind of guidance, right?
0: You got to plan at least a little bit, but not over plan. At some point when the rubber meets the road, you've got to go. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in ready fire aim, right? Go in, do something, and adjust. I love
0: it. That 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 nails it right there. Ready, fire, aim! <laughs> Boom.
1: <laughs> so give me an example of a company that you worked with, an organization, even just one singular salesperson that just blew it, took what you did. And blew it out of the water. Started off rough and then kind of got to where they needed to be.
0: Yeah, the company is Hootsuite. They brought me in to two of their sales kickoffs. It was their global team. They're in the, the social media automation space. And uh, I told him, I said, hey, I can come in and I'm going to blow up. I'm going to tear up these kickoffs. But once I leave, we all know what happens. Folks are going to go back to their, their their normal habits that aren't good. So they said, hey, what do you recommend? I said, hey, we should be doing a two-quarter training program with your sales leaders. I had the opportunity to train 27 of their sales leaders across the world, and the results were absolutely amazing. When you started the top, the impact, I think you called it the trickle down, is absolutely amazing. I'll give you a success story. My man, Manon, out of Australia, we talked about priorities. He said, Larry, priorities for me, it's my family, it's my finances, and it's my fitness. He supported his family, his mother and father in India, financially. So that was his top two. His number three was fitness. I said, hey, Manan, let's look at your calendar. When do you work out? It was like a deer in headlights. He didn't work out. And I said, hey, if that's your number three priority, no judgment zone, but don't you think you should work out? He said, yeah, I agree. I said, go ahead, open up your schedule. Let's go ahead and schedule that workout for Monday, 12 o'clock to 1230. Topping me on it. I'll be your accountability partner. And I need you to send me a sweaty selfie when you get done. Now, Australia is ahead of us time-wise. So it's Sunday night at 10:30. I get a LinkedIn picture of Manon sweaty from his boxing workout. My wife said, Hey, baby, what kind of coaching are you doing? I said, You see, what happened was we were working on prioritizing. Mm-hmm. We were working on our say do ratio. If I say that my fitness is a priority, I better make sure I'm doing it. And I'm happy to report that Manon has continued with his fitness journey. Mm-hmm. Now you might be wondering, what in the world does that have to do with sales, everything. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not at your best outside of those four walls of your organization, you're going to have a tough time being at your best inside as a professional seller.
1: I love that. And I would be totally amiss if I didn't catch on to the fact that Anand had 3 Fs, right? <laughs>
0: that's right.
1: And so you got him to F, yeah, right? I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what you did. You got him to commit. Oh, I and- love
0: it. And there's more Fs there. There there's your there's your fun. There's your uh your fitness, your finances. There's philanthropy, which I spell phonetically and phonetically. I know that's not an app, but it all really goes together mm-hmm. in terms of your priorities.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think the key thing that you said was number one, identifying the priorities, but number two, taking action, right? So you're basically taking everything that you said and putting it into, you know, a nutshell for him to schedule family time, to schedule finances, you know, schedule time. Like I do this every single Saturday. Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I sit down with my books and I enter the data, but I look at the, you know, results of what happened and why, you know? And, And I think being intentional about that stuff And caring about it gives people an opportunity to know hey you know where am i at what am i doing you know how am i you know how do i measure my success out of that so i think everything you said really helps guide people to become more successful love it love
0: it totally agreed Totally agreed. <laughs>
1: Dude, this has been just amazing. You 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 really need to, you know, I mean, chill out a little bit, man. The caffeine is killing me. No, I'm I'm kidding, man. You're exciting, you're energetic. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. If people want to get more Larry or L-L-J-R, how do they do it, man? What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Brian,
0: connect with me, follow me on LinkedIn, Larry Long Jr. I'm the man with the golden mic. Uh, Also visit me on my website. That's Jr. and that's JR.com. I would love to connect, would love to support, would love to serve you. Well, dude, I can tell that you are truly a
1: brother from another mother because we both talk the same talk and walk the same walk. I love what you had to say. I hope my audience got as much out of it as I did, man. You dropped some sizzling hot bacon knowledge bombs on my peeps. And I'm looking forward to getting together with you, man, on the golf course, at meetings, all this other stuff. Uh, you're, you're one of my favorite finds in raleigh baby i love it and i so look forward to getting to know you better and having you maybe back on and we can dig a little deeper on this what do you say
0: that sounds like a plan brian i can't thank you enough keep up the amazing work serving the community with the bacon thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon
1: bits into your brains want some more learn more about this podcast and our guest experts
0: at baconpodcast.com have questions send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com until next time keep sizzling and remember it's all about the bacon